We're back to this opener, I see. No, I'm going to say, right? There's two things that I'm going to say. First thing that I'm going to say, one slate. Second thing I'm going to say is there's no one on this planet Earth that runs worse. Jalen Green at negative ownership, 25 fancy points at half, on pace to absolutely smash, injured. Hammered is over points and assists, easily on pace to hit, away, right? That's chalk too. Leave flexibility, get a very low on Luka Doncic, where had we got news that Kyrie Irving was out before lock, would have been like 80% owned. I get him at 20%. 60 fantasy points through three quarters. You better believe random massive blowout to bail out the faders. And the Sharks get punished with a random blowout. There's just no one that runs worse. Just no one. No one, no one, no one. That's the recap. I am just on full tilt mode. Um, yeah. It's a painful game. That it is. Well, we got one more slate until the All-Star break. A three-gamer here. Uh, so we'll be talking about this. Before we do, though, if you guys are looking for more in-depth content, uh, you can check out the Patreon link down below. And prize picks there are the sponsor of the video. We can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. So, went two, one, and two. Uh, two picks that hit. One pushed. Uh, Jalen Green was easily going to hit. Then he got injured, so that was one of the misses. And then missed on Jaron Jackson Jr., but wouldn't have taken that under rebounds had we known that Lloyd Markkinen would have been out. Plus, you did have Jaron Jackson Jr. play some at the five, which we hadn't really seen before. So that's a recap. I burned money tonight. I am uh, not happy. Not pleased. No way. Um, again, one slate. One slate. All right. We'll start off with Milwaukee and Chicago. On the Milwaukee side, Giannis is expensive, but it's Giannis against the Bulls. And I think he plays mid-30s minutes. He played 41 minutes in regulation last game. I don't think we'd expect that again. But, uh, yeah, I like some Giannis uh, there. I think Drew Holiday is a reasonable option. He had a, a outlier game last game going for 64 fancy points. Most of the time he's going to you know hover around that 35 to 40 fancy point range, but he can – you know, have that game where he kind of takes over like last game. So he's a reasonable tournament option. I kind of like Brooke Lopez in GPPs. He was horrific last slate going for six fancy points in 25 minutes. But the slate before, he went for 53, right? And he's flashed some some pretty big upside here uh, with Bobby Portis out. The minutes are pretty secure. Um, you know, been rebounding the ball well. So kind of like Brooke Lopez is a contrarian option. Chris Middleton looks like they're pretty set right now in mid-20s minutes. Um, but... 30-plus fans points the last couple games. I think he's a pretty good option there. No pack content, so Grayson Allen should play a bit more, 3.9K. Means me to say, but I, I kind of like him for value, and I do like Joe Ingles at 3-4. Played 31 minutes last game. These two should benefit the most without pack content, so I like those two a good amount for value. I think you'll see Javon Carter and Wes Matthews in the rotation as well, but if I'm going to pick between these like bottom-end guys, I'm just going to lean towards Ingles and, and Grayson Allen. Moving on to Chicago. So 
Just knew I was really, really high on Levine, took his over assist. Uh, he absolutely smashed. I think he finished like mid-60s fancy points. Um, I am pretty tilted. I pivoted off him. Um, like it, Terry Rozier, if, it just would have played, man. Because uh, I exactly mean my original build. I was really high on him. I do. I am kind of kicking myself for that one. I think that was a mistake by me. But, uh, yeah, so DeRozan status is up in there. They said he actually could play tomorrow. So this one solely hinges on DeRozan. If DeRozan is out, I think Vooch and Levine once again look really, really good. Now, it was the Levine show tonight. So if DeRozan's out, and let's just say everyone plays Zach Levine, I wouldn't mind going to Vucevic for less ownership in tournaments. So I like both, but I have a feeling if DeRozan's out that you're going to get a lot more ownership in Levine. And I think they're pretty similar plays. I mentioned this in the Patreon stream too, how I did not, I thought it made no sense why Alex Caruso was getting so much ownership and Io DeSumo and Kobe White were getting no ownership. I was like, just play Io and Kobe White over Caruso. Uh, Caruso struggled even though he had like four steals and Io and Kobe White both smashed. And again, it just came down to an ownership thing. If it was the other way around and Io and Kobe White were massive chalk and Caruso was unowned, then I would have preferred Caruso, right? So another situation where, if DeRozan's out and one of these guards is going to pick up a lot of ownership, I'm just going to prefer whoever's a lower on option in tournaments because, like, I think all three have a ceiling with Crusoe, with Kobe White, and with Io Desumu. Um, So that's kind of my take there. Patrick Williams, his role never really changes. He's a fine last piece in, should play low 30s minutes. Andre Drummond's going to play the backup five. I mean, he's a good point per minute guy. Probably sees 12 to 14 minutes. And that's it for the Bulls. Then if DeRozan is in, you know, Levine and Vooch are just contrarian GPP plays, and the guards are a lot riskier. Like, no one to really stand out for the Bulls if DeRozan is in. Washington, Minnesota. So, on the Wizards side, I think all three of the main guys are playable here with Porzingis, with Kuzma, and with Beal. Porzingis has been the most consistent of late. Um, you know, should play low to mid-30s minutes. Has been playing pretty well of late. Uh, 57, 41, 46, 52 fans points over the last four games. So, do like some uh, KP. Kuzma in his first game back. No limitations. 36 minutes, 50 fancy points. Price points reasonable for him. And then Brad Beal's minutes have ticked up of late as well. So I've been interested in all three of the main Wizards. Another one, though, we're like, all right, so if everyone's going to play one of these guys in tournaments, I like might just prefer the lower-owned option. I think all three look relatively similar. I don't, I don't think there's one of the main three that really, really stand out to me, factoring in price and everything. So... The value for the Wizards, not a ton that I love. Denny Advia's minutes have ticked down. I only played 18 minutes last game. That's a bit concerning. I do think on average he's probably playing mid to high 20s minutes. So if you wanted to go to him as a bounce back candidate, I don't think it's the worst idea. His price did drop $1,000. Daniel Gafford dealt with massive foul trouble last game. That's always something you have to deal with with Gafford. But if he stays out of foul trouble, I think he plays mid 20s minutes and is a good tournament play. And this group of like Monty Morris, DeLon Wright, and Kendrick Dunn are all viable tournament options. The minutes can fluctuate with these guys. Like, I think the minutes are probably the most secure on Monty Morris, but DeLon Wright and Kendrick Dunn are not bad point per minute. And if you get a game where, like, DeLon Wright pushes for, like, 30 minutes, like last game, like, he could have a really, really good game. Kendrick Dunn's the cheapest. Minutes are probably the least secure. But if you get a game like the game against the Warriors that plays 29 minutes, then, yeah, he could have a really good game. So definitely have interest in the three guards here for tournaments. I don't know if I can play Corey Kispert, but he'll be in the rotation. I think I would rather just take the shot on like Wright or Nunn or uh, Monty Morris. On the Minnesota side, so I'm assuming Gobert and Slow Mo play. They played the last couple of games. 
Again, I think they're both in, but Anthony Edwards at 9K, I really, really like this price point for him. Like the matchup, um, no more D'Angelo Russell. Mike Conley is not, you know, super high usage player. So um, I really like Ant at the top. I think he plays close to 40 minutes in this game if it stays competitive. Rudy Gobert, assuming he plays, unfortunately, I kind of like him here. Um, you know, minutes have not been amazing on Gobert, but 6.2K does feel a little bit too cheap for him. So I like Gobert if he misses. Obviously, you can look to Nas Reed, who would be a phenomenal value. And then I like Mike Conley a lot, too. Played 32 minutes last game. I think we're going to get low 30s minutes. He's like over fantasy point per minute guy, a guy that will have the ball in his hands a lot. So, yeah, I like Mike Conley a good amount. Slow-mo minutes have been a little bit all over the place, but he's a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. Reasonable price point. Uh, McDaniels is a guy that if he stays out of foul trouble, should play 30-plus minutes. Definitely has a ceiling. Um, the rest of the value, again, you have like Noel, McLaughlin, Austin Rivers all kind of mixing in behind Conley. So none of those guys are going to be guys that I'm really going to prioritize. Noel's the guy at the highest ceiling, but last game he did only play 15 minutes. Dorian Prince is 3.2. If he continues to play around 20 minutes, I kind of like him as a punt play with a small forward, power forward eligibility. And then Nas Reed, I mean, he'll be in the rotation. He'll back up Gobert. And if he gets in foul trouble, Gobert gets in foul trouble or something weird happens and Nas Reed sees extended minutes, like he could have a really, really good game at this price. So I think Nas Reed is still in play, even if Gobert plays. But if Gobert's out, Nas Reed starts at 4K. Uh, yeah, sign me up for that. So uh, and knowing my luck, you'll get Nas Reed get ejected in the first minute or pick up like three fouls right away. Final game here is the Clippers and the Suns. So Clippers... Not the best matchup here. I don't think there's anything that stands out to me. You do have Norman Powell out, which is somewhat important. Like, Powell's been a pretty good uh, player for them off the bench. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, reasonable price points on both. I don't think you're going to play massive minutes. I think we get, like, low to mid-30s minutes for both. They're both, like, fine. Again, I'm not, I'm not going to go out of my way to prioritize. Like, I would just rather play Anthony Edwards at a similar price point in a good matchup where, like, the team is to himself, where the Clippers, relatively balanced team, not the best matchup. So, yeah, I, I definitely prefer Ant there. You got Plumlee and Zubach splitting the center minutes. I mean, Plumlee's the better point for minute guy of the two, but it looks like as of right now, they're going to continue to ride with Zubach for a bit more. If you think that changes and you think like Plumlee could play more in this game and you think Plumlee could push for like 26, 28 minutes, then, then yeah, I would have been in Plumlee. But if they continue to play Zubach like 26 minutes a game and Plumlee like, 18 20 it's just like me eh, eh. now some of the value plays with norman powell out i think do look a little bit better eric gordon you would think he plays a bit more off the bench played 22 minutes in his first game he's a guy that can put the ball in, a, in the bucket so viable tournament option terrence mann is 4.6 minutes i think we probably get mid to high 20s i had a bit of an outlier game last game going for 32 fancy points but still a guy that's a pretty big part of the rotation Marcus Morris was horrific last game. Only played 23 minutes. I think on average, you do get a little bit more run from Marcus Morris. So, unfortunately, I have some interest in him. Bones Highland dealt with some foul trouble. Played 16 minutes. But we know Bones is aggressive on the offensive end. And there's no Norman Powell. Like, I think he could play a bit more, too. So, some of these value plays do look better without Norman Powell. And then, I think Nick Batum probably sees a little bit more than eight minutes. But that's what I think the rotation will be, Right. I think starters, Kawhi, Paul George, Zubach, Terrence Mann, Marcus Morris. You're going to see Plumlee off the bench. You're going to see Eric Gordon off the bench. You're going to see Bones off the bench. And you're going to see Nick Batum off the bench. 
Maybe they dust off like Covington, throw him out there for a little bit, but that's what I think the rotation will be. And finally, the Phoenix Suns. So the Suns were in a pretty tight rotation last game. Same guys that are out are still out. Devin Booker, I want to keep an eye on the news. So his minutes did go up a bit. He played 29 minutes last game. If we get confirmation that he's just like full go in this game, then sign me up for Devin Booker. If he's still going to be like limited to like 28 to 30 minutes, then more of a tournament only option for me. DeAndre Aiden's 8-3. He's been playing really, really well. Also should play most likely mid-30s minutes. I like Aiden at 8-3. I think Chris Paul's reasonable. Had a bit of an outlier game last game going for, oh yeah, 19 assist. Not going to happen again. So um, he's just more of a, like a last guy in for me. But Koji seems to solidified himself as a big part of this rotation right now. 39 minutes last game. If he's going to continue to start and play mid-30s minutes, I like a Koji at this price with shooting guard small forward eligibility. He's a guy that can stuff a stat sheet, decent defender. So I like a Koji quite a bit. I think right now he's my favorite play in the Suns. Torrey Craig is 4.5 minutes, probably sees over 30. I mean, 35, 36, and 30 minutes over the last three games. Kind of up and down production-wise, but still a guy that if he knocks down a few corner threes, he can get you there. Warren's not really bad in the rotation. Damian Lee's like the one guy that's getting consistent run off the bench. Probably... Plays around 20 minutes. A fine tournament play. Landil, most likely sees the backup five. Saban Lee might play a little bit. We haven't really been seeing Darius Baisley in the rotation either. So that is going to do it for the Suns. And that's going to wrap it up for the video as well. I know it's a shorter video, but only three games. So um, really appreciate you guys' support. As always, keep an eye out for the prize picks content. And we got a little bit of a break here. We got a week off going into the all-star break. But XFL this weekend, make sure... Check it out. I already have a video breaking that up, and I will be covering content for that on Patreon as well. So thanks again, guys, and uh, we'll see you all in the next video.